Hey, Internet, welcome back to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast where we continue the march into madness. I'm Raza Malik, and I'm joined with my Amazeballs co host, Bailey Nargang, also featuring the lovely Wine Mom, the arbiter of everything TikTok and YouTube. Hey, it's Wine Mom. Bailey here. Gotta drop that reminder that you can find this show on any streaming service you use. Remember to leave a sassy review, and you wanna bash us or our opinions generally? Well, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and maybe some other places in the future. I join these guys weekly to keep their egos in check as we break down complex social issues and talk about why your kids shouldn't be watching family vloggers. We talk about real-ish on a real level. Ain't got time for the Twitters? Don't worry, we have collectively wasted our existence combing the internet for you. Also, before these two get carried away, don't be shy. Join our Discord for the inside scoop. You can also support us on Patreon, where you can work your way up your our very own class system. And don't worry, it's pay to win. So welcome back to another episode of Same Shit, Different Day, where we try not to rip each other's heads off. Let's get it. What's up, Internet? Um, what? Jumping What's up, in- yo? Get out of here! What's up, Internet? <laughs> Welcome to Same Ish Different Day, the podcast with a name that we can't say anymore. This week, we wanted to give you the Christmas strategy guide. Okay, so we're all oddballs coming from oddball backgrounds, so we figured we'd help give some life tips we've learned over the years. Raza wrote this fabulous script, so let's get it. Here at Marching Into Madness, we're hella forgettable. So if you invite us to a Christmas party, a huge tan- chance we'll forget it and we'll forget our gift. So if you're like us and have to go to a party soon and don't have anything, pay attention to these central to the party gifts that'll make yours be the best last minute gift. Ever. <laughs> so we got some we got some creative tips since i just dominated the mic i'm thinking i might throw it to raza to give us his his pro tips so the best okay so i have been i've been invited to parties before and i and i show up without a gift and i was like oh crap i i gotta bring a gift so what i do is i pop over to my grocery store not farm boy because i'm a normal human being um I, I go over and get you you know a, a cake cake is is evergreen you can take that any anywhere and stuff not a fruit cake because apparently people don't like fr- fruit cakes f- f- from my experience or just load up with a bunch of eggnog and you will, will be like like the talk of the town people are like oh you brought the eggnog the, the delicious eggnog because a it's on on theme and b uh who doesn't like eggnog right especially the chocolate one so like and also like just sweets and everything um i'm pretty much forgetting some stuff but i'll so come back so give, give me give me your most popping one what was like raza had to hustle he had to buy snacks for the white people who celebrate christmas around him what was like um, oh, this is gonna impress the boys sushi i i i i got sushi from superstore <laughs> Like the pre-made sushi, I showed up with like two trays of or three tra- uh, trays of it, and and the one guy was like, "That's this is a weird thing," but I was like, "Yeah, everybody here has uh, has had sushi before. I've had sushi with, with all these people, so it doesn't 
uh matter right and then yeah sushi it works because a it's unique and no one thinks of it and b it's a common denominator and if somebody doesn't like it you can easily get them into it because it isn't real sushi it's you know the caucasian brand of sushi oh gosh <clears throat> so that is actually an excellent idea i could see a group of caucasians thoroughly enjoying that yeah they're like oh i'm ethnic they're like no you're not so wine, wine mom wine mom who is slightly ill today so please yeah. forgive give her any any sniffles you hear in the pod today so wine mom what's, what's your hustle what's your hustle what's my go-to last minute christmas gift is that what you're asking me yeah mm -hmm. okay um <coughs> excuse me I, <laughs> i'm trying my Balls. best okay um <laughs> Honestly, my last two, my, my, oh my gosh, my last minute go to Christmas gift would probably be a Visa MasterCard <laughs> from Shoppers and then like some candy, you know, and a good card. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good and versatile. Mm. And then nowadays that you could use those Visa gift cards online, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because then they go on Amazon, like they get whatever they want, you know? Yes. Yes. You know, uh, I went to a, uh, a secret Santa uh, party like two year, 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 years ago. Um, it was poorly planned. And the moment I walked in, the guy just handed me my gift. He's like, oh, this is yours. And we're like, we're not doing secret Santa just yet. And I, it was sort of um, ruined. So he, he bought me a, tw a $50 gift card, <clears throat> uh, MasterCard. True. Good and was... bad, good and bad, because I, I got one that? of those recently from like a co from 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 work related people that I know, right? And it was yeah. like, does a gift card feel personal? I was just looking at it. I wasn't judging them. I was just sitting there. I was having a Seinfeld moment. I felt like George Costanza. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do I, how do I feel about this? <laughs> um, Bailey's but, like, I need this to to honestly to me. It has to be. <laughs> before, um, I, before I go into my thingy, I just wanted to like, have you ever had like an, a, a joyful Secret Santa experience? On uh, school, yeah. Who me? Either both of you. Okay, sorry. I'm. I have to break the third wall for a second. I need a quick BRB. So do this. Continue with me for a second. I'll be back. I'm, I apologize. Right. <laughs> Sick champ. Let's get it. Yeah, you had it. You had it. You had a good Secret Santa before. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, in grade five, 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 grade five, uh, somebody bought me one of those cool, like, the second generation Bionicle, and that was, like, at, at the time, I, that was the five. coolest gift I've ever got, and that's what got me into Bionicles. It was, a, like, a that. flying one. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so cool. And the teacher was like, um, Reza, don't open this up here, and you and I, I did open it up that very moment and built oh, it oh bitch oh bitch i made that bionicle come on i made that bionicle, dude. <laughs> you know like, i stared the teacher right in the eyes the whole goddamn time like, yeah you like this D disobedient and she could do anything about it because i was flexing um and like when the kid like like the, the jokes part like like in the afternoon we all did did secret santa and then after that we we all um uh like it was all like a free afternoon to, to to everyone just before the the break. So we all hung out in it in our homeroom 
class, all of my friends were huddled doing uh, their own thing, and a bunch of other kids were doing their own thing. There's a bunch of kids like all around the room, and there was me literally sitting alone, putting just building the shit out of that bionicle in, in the center of the classroom. I was like, this is the coolest gift ever. I looked over at everybody else. They got like socks, scarves, books. I was like, come at me. I, but I actually bought the person. I, I bought the person. Uh, uh, I think the Guinness World uh, a Record book, like 2000. And, uh, I don't know what year it was. Okay. No, that's tight. Um, yeah. I definitely had some before. I used to have like big fr like friend bonding. That was our thing that we stayed together after high school with. It, it slowly uh -oh. disintegrated, but it was quite cute. And I think it is a good bonding opportunity if you got like a group of homies, even if you're not Christmas people, doing mm -hmm. the little secret Santa as like a little diverse group gives you a reason to get together and mm -hmm. like learn more about each other because you got to try to figure out what they like, right? But mm -hmm. then it, it can get toxic real quick. You got to be careful of the politics of it because then it's always like, oh, well, we can't this human can't get that person because of this. And then it's like, OK, this is this is too much. But <laughs> side my quick holiday hustle. So to wrap this up here, if you're looking for the, the Christmas strategy guide, everyone has cell phones nowadays and most likely you've got a good camera on it. Right. Uh -huh. Pro tips, for digital media guy here. You got to go to Walmart. And you go to the Kodak booth and you print some photos off your phone. And then you get the five by seven photos. And then you go to Dollarama, the dollar store, Dollar Tree, whatever the dollar store is where you live. And you mm -hmm. buy the cheapest frame possible. They'll have okay. no idea. You just slide that image in there and they think you, you win. You got a frame. You did all this work. And if you really want to impress someone you do it with their puppies. So you go ask to hang out at their house about like a week before you take some uh -uh. good little shots of their dog and shit, man, uh -uh. people eat that shit up. They'll gladly hang like three photos framed of their puppy in their bathroom. No problem. No uh -uh. problem. So you gotta uh -uh. save your ass. Walmart's got you. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, f a friend, sorry. Well, uh, mm. My friend did, uh, something like that. Uh, that same, Chris, uh, uh, secret Santa party, uh, uh, where I, I got the MasterCard. Uh, uh, he, uh, my friend got his, 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 his brother. So he took a picture of himself, like look, looking all sexy and like, like looking all uh, like a, a movie star. <laughs> he, he did a photo shoot at Walmart. He, he got a frame and everything, and then he signed the picture. His hit was like, "Oh, I'm Chris. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Jordan." And then signed his, his own name. When he handed it to him, his brother was the the maddest I've ever seen. But we were all laughing our asses off because it was the funniest gift on the planet. So that's a very unique gift. Yeah, yeah. That's I do cute. like that one. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, Wine Mom, do you have any other like affordable Christmas hustles? Because I've always had to do Christmas on a budget. I know you're thinking of getting a, a bright pink Christmas tree the other day. How do you feel about fake trees? <laughs> um, so environmental me says fake trees are good. I know they're plastic, but when you think about the time that you have them versus cutting down our oxygen, you know, there's there's levels to it, right? Um, but traditional me does prefer a real tree just because 
of, you know, the smells and the vibes and the feels and stuff. Um, but you were saying another last minute cheap gift idea. Honestly, I feel like making something is good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have a lot of money as a kid and I always wanted to get presents for family and stuff. So usually what I would do is like throughout the year, I would try to collect stuff that I could use to make gifts. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was one year where I made jewelry for literally everyone. Like I had like a little jewelry kit that I got for my birthday and I just saved up all the stuff and I I made everybody little bits of jewelry. That's a good one. That's a good one. I I think if you've got... If you've got Sorry, little go ones or a crafty family like you're bringing up, I think it's also underrated to like bring it to the family thing and like offer to do crafty stuff together. Right? Yes. Also, like another thing that's really good is packaging like hot chocolate or um, things to bake with, like making a package thing. Mm-hmm. So like a jar, like you fill a jar with all the ingredients you need to like make certain cookies or something like that's yeah. that's underrated for sure and like that's a great gift to get i know for myself personally like i love getting stuff like that so can i just give like jars of overnight oats i mean if you make it cute bailey and you like maybe put a little sticker on the front or something and make make it cute yeah why not no take the oats because of the because of the soup restaurant i've done it before with uh soup ingredients i've done the hipster thing where you put the mason mm-hmm. jar with all the soup ingredients the little you need yeah. this and this add water right I, that's yeah. a good little backup gift i usually just my as rosa says with food if you're if you know how to chef it up you just always offer to like cook a bunch of stuff and you win people's favor back so just, yeah. or yeah like if you know you're going to christmas dinner like it's that's not as last minute but if you know you're going to christmas dinner and like let's say you don't have a lot of money to like buy everyone presents or something literally offer to cook the meal or cook majority of the meal like that's Mm -hmm. that's usually especially if it's like moms or grandmas that's that's more appreciated than you even could understand yeah honestly yeah, yeah yeah my uh my mom my uh my mom is like that like if, mm-hmm. like like especially on like thanksgiving like if, if you don't bring anything then yeah 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 you know the turkey is a hard thing to cook so let's let's team up on on that oh yeah exactly I can't wait to upgrade to an air fryer for my secret family dinner hustle right so what you do you need to desperately bring an appetizer. You go to the mm-hmm. Chinese supermarket and you buy an extra large bag of frozen spring rolls. And okay. you just deep fry the fuck out of those and you show up with fresh made spring rolls. Everyone thinks you're God. Everyone thinks you're God because no one cares. No matter what the holiday or family dinner, they'll eat the fuck out of those spring rolls. Mm. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Valid. Pretty much like the... Um... Uh, the, what's the word uh the 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 food that it's a unifier that's the word yeah. it's, spring rolls are a good unifier it's deep fried mm-hmm. it's veggie right mm-hmm. right so you, the vegetarians can eat it you use vegetable oil so then hopefully like then the full-on vegans can eat it if they're feeling like it you know you hit well, like, all the bases yeah i feel <clears throat> i feel like i don't know if you guys Maybe I'm going to get a little off topic because I don't know if you guys have felt like this recently. Bailey, maybe maybe not because you already are like this, but 
my family is like super traditional with holidays like it's always you got to be here at this day you open presents at this time we do this we do that like it's very structured and it always is the same way every year mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's that I'm getting older and I'm like caring less about that stuff maybe but I feel like I'm way less traditional now than I was and it's like I just want to spend time with family I don't even care what we eat and I think that's also changed because I don't eat meat anymore I used to eat turkey and stuff and now I don't so mm-hmm. now it's like I'm just good to eat whatever everyone's eating like you know it's just have a good time and a lot of people do Chinese around Christmas time and it's like why not just have yeah. something different and fun you know my yeah. the the one I think I, I told you a story about but the one time I actually got offended by that, like being like non-traditional was when my grandmother was just like, let's just have chicken instead of turkey. And I was like, are you kidding oh, me? Gosh. Are you kidding me? We're, we're going <clears> to <throat> have turkey. So like, but generally speaking, yeah, it's just um my f- family, me not being like, like normal, like Canadian, we don't really, you know, have yeah. any set in stone uh, a tradition like we don't even have thanksgiving on thanksgiving day right so we just yeah. we're pretty loose with our 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 festivities right I mean. yeah. exactly I, I yeah I'm, I'm even i'm even more of a ham man myself like even i won't get on my high horse just with the whole i i prefer the ham i don't like the whole big old turkey dinner give me ham a couple yams something you know i don't need the whole oh, big you- shebang you know yeah i mean like i usually get like some sort of like vegan slash vegetarian option for myself (laughs) and then it's just like whatever is good i eat the potatoes and stuff that everybody makes but Mm -hmm. usually i'm good with just sides anyways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah no no no, i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm thinking of danny devito just screaming about the rum ham sorry but um okay now well that segues well because the next one so thank you wine mom a second half of our topics for the christmas strategy guide are christmas traditions since we all have like a different variety of things we've experienced once again i will refer to Roz's script so that he can be happy and sleep well at night so since all three of us come from different (laughs) since all three of us come from different walks of life we have people that believe that the star formations at night means something and we have a person who is a diet muslim we all have things we bring to the table rather than being like the whole anglo-saxon theme that we see everywhere we're different in a way that maybe instead of a Christmas tree, we may use like an Eid tree, which would be interesting. I, I would hope that Raza has an Eid tree, but right. Or sometimes we don't give presents or who knows, maybe if you're wine mom, you will do a human sacrifice to please Odin on the nigh of Christmas. <laughs> I was trying to, I'm trying to be like, how can I make fun of all of us? At the same time. <laughs> I think he did good. So to be fair, since I was picking on Wine Mom, I'm the hippie. I celebrate the lunar cycle and the solstice. I won't get on my high horse yet, but I just don't. I, I'm down to celebrate the giving season and the giving spirit. I just don't get why we do Christmas. But that aside, Raza, <laughs> do you have an Eid tree? I don't have one, but my uh, my cousin does. Um... It's it's a Christmas tree, but instead of an angel, it's a it's it's got the Islamic uh, crescent 
on top. Cute. And I, and I asked my cousin why he he's like he's been doing this for the last like three four years. Cute. Uh, I, I like so that. yeah, I've I've been asking him why he does it. He's just like, well, my because he has three kids, and he's gonna be like, I want them to know that you can like I don't want them to be indoctrinated into what the Canadians are doing. I want them to have a unique thing around this time to celebrate their own culture and like, oh, okay that's cool but why a tree and then he just said i don't know it's it's the same it's it's a symbolic thing yeah so it's like it's basically an eat tree is the same thing as a christmas tree you put the, the shit around it but the ornaments are like not the same <laughs> so, so, so it's like it's it's very much uh i it's it's a new thing i've seen it in other how like people's half houses who uh, who are who follow islam so it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a new thing and it's a i think it's a like a very um uh very un, like cute way of like bringing other people's culture into something that isn't cultural to one thing yeah that sounds mm-hmm. right no i think that's smart because you know with canada being as diverse as it is it makes sense that mm-hmm. you would start to incorporate other religions into the tradition in a different way. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. I had to sneeze. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're killing it. You're killing I'm it. The worst. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm the worst. No, but I think that that's. I think that's a really smart and cute and unique way to mm-hmm. keep kids into you know some form of I guess you could say Western tradition, but giving them their own uniqueness to it. Yeah. So they can still enjoy it, but they can do their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like he, like we went to his house a couple of weeks ago, and we were dressing up the tree. I was like, oh, I feel like, <laughs> like yeah, I was just like I, I was doing it with the kids and stuff. Uh, it was like yeah, like it it feels like a normal thing, but like oh, you're adding a your own spin to it, so it doesn't yeah. really change much. I mean, it's no different than the fact that I literally did a pink Christmas tree. Like, I feel like it yeah. it doesn't differ from that idea. And like, so many people, like, especially if you're online, so many people do unique things with their trees now. It's not always a traditional thing yeah. anymore. And I feel like as you become an adult, like, why why can't you break tradition and have a little fun? You yeah. Know? And and plus, like, <clears throat> the tree is the easiest thing to like modify and and bring, yeah and bring your own shit. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. What about yeah? Wine mom what about what traditions? Wine mom. Well, my traditions. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, like I said, like we do. It's it's a lot of like the very generic white people Christmas stuff that we do, right? Because that's. Right. That's what I, the family that I grew up in. So mm-hmm. um, there's no shame in that for me. I'm cool with whatever. But mm-hmm. I find that there's a lot of things that I enjoy from my childhood. Like my mom really played into the Santa Claus thing. And I know that's like a touch and go for some people. They either believe that that's like super dumb or super great. And personally, I feel, I personally feel like, the concept of Santa Claus, as much as it is like a romanticized thing, um, and it it can create some bad, I guess, behavior in children. Um, I feel like it nurtures something that we're losing in the world, like that little bit of like wonder and mystery and excitement. Mm-hmm. 
and it, so too. yeah and like i'm all for santa like i even still now like i'm all about the whole santa thing i think it's cute i think it's fun and i think we should let kids enjoy life I, mm-hmm. like i don't know why we have to be so grumpy mm-hmm. um but again i think it's also about like yeah you want your kid to enjoy these things but also keep them humble and remind them of things yeah. that you know like santa claus is great but Maybe tell them not this romanticized, commercialized version of Santa. Maybe tell them, like, the real story of Santa, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I, also, yeah. like, some of my fondest memories from when I was a kid is... I remember one year my mom was... I can't remember what happened, but one of us was questioning Santa. And we were still pretty young to be questioning. And so mm-hmm. it was really heartbreaking for my mom. Like, she was really upset about it. Um, so she, at that time she was with my, my ex stepdad, I guess. So, Mm -hmm. um, what she did is she set everything up like you would for Santa at nighttime. And me and my sister were both like, oh, whatever, this is dumb because you know, you hear what you hear from your friends at school, especially when you are living in a multicultural area, you're hearing different people with like, oh, that's a stupid Canadian thing. It's not real or whatever the case may be. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so my mom had my stepdad go and like make footprints out in the snow and like carry snow, like with his work boots all through the house. And, uh, she did the reindeer, reindeer paw prints all over the deck. And then, yeah, she really went for it. And she had like the half eaten carrots outside. Like she did the whole thing. And I just remember (laughs) like when I was a kid, I was like, Oh my God, this is literally the coolest thing ever. Like Santa was here. I have proof. Like, (laughs) like I'm pretty sure we have pictures from that. But as I got older, I look back at that and I'm like, so appreciative that my mom like really let us enjoy being kids instead Mm -hmm, of being like taking, cause she could have copped out and been like, well, no more Santa presents for you sucker, you know, but instead she was like, let me make it, fun because Mm -hmm. this might be the last time that they understand you know like enjoy it yeah i i I do sorry bill i just want to say one thing and then get in there uh (laughs) um i do feel like hey uh like 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 parents our generation of parents were like had an easier time dealing with that because there wasn't all this other stuff these Mm -hmm. distractions to -hmm. tell them uh like to influence us so like yeah your mom do being able to do that is like pretty much like a a evidence of like of like of the generational change like i don't think parents can put the same effort or parents don't even do the same effort as as your your mom did Yeah. yeah yeah i feel yeah and your kid could just have it spoiled on tiktok Exactly. Well, that's, yeah. That's the, that's yeah. the big thing, right? With the internet mm-hmm. now, it's like, well, <clears throat> yeah, but I think it's also crazy. because, right. And I think it's also because we're all so like self, um, I don't want to say self-aware, but I think it's that we're all a little bit more present in like things that are going on. And with social media, like it's harder to pull the wool over someone's eyes now, yeah. especially kids, because yeah. <clears throat> yeah. kids are getting too smart for their own good literally yeah it's getting them in trouble too well yeah. bro because even back in our day when we ain't even old we ain't even old but you would have to like even though there was an internet it was still a little tough to spoil the mystery but now it's like one google away like yo where's santa where's santa fam <laughs> and google's gonna be like nowhere 
you know, like <laughs> you're, kind of, you're kind of screwed there. But I definitely do feel you on the supportive fantasy of it. Like as much as I can become a negative Nancy about Christmas, I, I'm, I'm like grateful that I had the fun little childhood experience and the family time of it all. So I'm very torn yeah. as uh, with my negativity. I am very torn and support the family and super positive moments of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I do have a quick, a super quick that I got excited about as I was listening to Wine Mom's story. Yes. Razan, did you, mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a raised in a Muslim home, did they lie to you about Santa for a little bit? No. Or did they no. were just immediately like, oh, that's just some shit? <laughs> it wasn't even a talked about thing because i'm pretty sure i was i knew santa wasn't real to begin with yeah sorry stream santa isn't real shit um oh shit sorry (laughs) shit (laughs) Shit. (laughs) um no because like i don't think that because like culturally i didn't understand or it wasn't a thing for us because we didn't really have to explain that or my my parents Mm -hmm. didn't have to explain it it to me so i kind of grew up like knowing that but I just, I, it didn't really ruin the, the anything for me because I, I, to us, Christmas is a different than what other people look at it as. It's like a a family thing. Well, it's like, so I used to be in daycare. It's it's funny you say this because when I was in daycare, we had two girls in the, like in our daycare with us, they were from Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they didn't celebrate Christmas. Their parents didn't like that wasn't a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And me and my sister, we were all like Santa Claus Christmas, all this stuff is happening and like I remember it being weird because my mom my mom was like, "Well, we should buy them, you know, Christmas presents." And I was like, "Are we supposed to?" cuz like I don't know, like are we like what is the rule, right? Like mm-hmm. we don't know. And so I remember my mom having to like talk to their mom and be like, "Is it okay if we like do that? Is it allowed?" and and it's like it's weird because I feel bad for those kids because they're forced to like go along with something that they don't believe in as mm-hmm. to like not hurt other people's feelings. And as well, like as kids seeing everybody else get Christmas presents getting left out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's like for, for you, Raza, when you were growing up. But it's like, you know, for those two girls, I remember them expressing like as we got older because I stayed friends for a very long time. Um, mm-hmm. expressing as they got older like how it made them feel a little bit like isolated from their f- friends at that I time see that. yeah um i so yeah i actually have a, sim- a similar story like not for us specifically mm-hmm. because when we my as i said before my upbringing was very progressive quote-unquote mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it didn't matter but uh the house that i lived like the family that we got the house from was ultra uh, conservative i don't know if they are anymore but um they had like i remember during the time where we would have christmas activities they would be not at school um right and uh when we would i remember we had to um record christmas uh a christmas a christmas album for walmart (laughs) <laughs> I, i'm not even kidding in like grade three and one of the lyrics said uh the son of god is jesus and they flat out couldn't that they're like i can't say it oh yeah and, yeah and there's me also brown also muslim and i'm just like yeah the son of god is jesus 
and I didn't uncomfortable. Yeah, like I thought I was going to go to hell because I said well, that. Because that was another thing too. Is like we would have to do choir. Like we would all have to like sit up in front of the school and like sing Christmas songs, and they'd be like, "Where here?" I just think like how insensitive that was. Now that Yo. I look back, like as a kid, I was like, "Oh, this is so much fun, though!" Like we're all having Christmas fun time. Like, why are you guys not having fun time? Like, mm-hmm. we get to do Christmas presents and sing songs, and like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, "Who cares if it's not your religion?" We're just all having a fun, yeah. happy Christmas mm-hmm. time. But then you think about it, and you're like, "Oh, but like, there's a lot of things that that." certain groups get left out of and here we are just like forcing them to sing christmas songs like you don't know jingle bells like Mm. no i don't know jingle bells like do do you think they still do those weird assemblies where they gather all the kids and like you think so you think so they were were doing them like just five years ago my cousin that is not that's i'm honestly Surprised. I thought that was us being old heads of them no. bringing, having the school assembly where we all sing choir. It's like, that's the, no way that's a thing still. Like, no to us, it was super, like, it, it wasn't this, like, oh, the, uh, this is weird. No, like, it was weird because, like, why my parents all looked at it, but, like, yeah, partake in these activities. It's not going to ruin, it isn't going to bring in any harm. To, to you it is what, what it is you're just mm-hmm. having a good time uh with your friends right but f- for that other family it was just like a very um it was like a crisis of of faith for them kind of <laughs> i even look back at it it's like kind of jokes how like we're two different mindsets and then this one side is very very orthodox and then there's us who's just like eh it is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's like, I'm in a, I'm so my sassy high horse is like my family. Long story short was basically like, we're not really Christian that we kind of ended up being pagan. But even before we were fully like full hippies, we were just sitting there as a family one day of like, why are we celebrating this? Like, what's the holiday? Do I believe in Santa? Do you believe in Jesus? Because I don't believe in either of those. So mm-hmm. what yeah. are we doing? Um, exactly. So I, I, rather than be complete negative Nancys, we just try to have a dinner around the same time, usually around the solstice. But even if we usually make sure it's non-denominational and then... We just try to have like a, a, a Christmas dinner for all the oddballs for like all our friends who may not have a big family or this or that. So that was like kind of how we manipulated it into being a positive thing because uh-huh. we didn't get that commercial aspect. Like why? So I just got to go out and spend a couple hundred dollars because it's winter time. It's time to go spend more money, plebeians. It's that time of year again. Yeah. Well, because I, I think I remember when we were in high school um the one year around christmas time when your mom got together with tim like didn't we go out and uh go skiing like that's like what we did around christmas time yeah like it wasn't like a christmas celebration and like that was plenty fun Mm -hmm. you know so like you can really just like have a good time do whatever you want it doesn't have to be this typical traditional whatever you see on tv i mean if that's your bag enjoy it i mean i'm probably gonna do that with my kids because i enjoyed it as a kid and i want them to enjoy what i enjoyed but it's up to whoever to like have a good time Mm -hmm. in whatever way you want to do it yeah it was it was easy growing up being a muslim because eid would follow 
would fall around the same time as Christmas, like a week or earlier or after, depending mm-hmm. on the on the moon. Uh, but we could always get away with that. Be like, yeah, we're just celebrating Eid. Here's some Eid gifts. Here's an Eid tree. And yeah. That's it. So, it's like, so it's, it was, that's how we look, looked at it. And like, now that I'm talking about it, like, yeah, like I kind of did celebrate Christmas, but like Eid. <laughs> so that's, yeah exactly but like i i i yeah i just i i i just think that like christmas sh- sh- should be taken however you want it to to yeah to yeah that's wholesome i like that that's a good Veganism. summary that's yeah, fucking okay. weird <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> come on um that's I. I won't get on my high horse. I'll go. That will save this podcast for another time because we're committed to this long term, and I'll talk about all the sad shit I have from Christmas time. But oh, it's something because no, it's a long story for another time. But I had like rather than like to be blatant, I had a lot of like resentment around Christmas season because I would be watching people get so much, and I didn't really have that much. So that was like yeah. a big, baby growing moment. But that's a tale for another day. Like I just to latch on to your thing, bro. Imagine like me every Christmas day going on Facebook and seeing a whole whole bunch of my friends getting like gifts, and then there's me. Like I don't get anything. But then over the over the last couple years, like last like decade, I've been like, it is what I can buy my own gifts. That's it. Like like, I can do shit on on my own. Yeah. So then like now. And then now I I have uh, friends like Bailey and and Wine Mom here who are astronomically weirdos, and I fit in with with with, uh, with that in the sense that like y'all don't like uh, um, follow the same trends that a lot of other Canadians do, specifically mm-hmm. in Christmas time. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's wholesome. Thank you, Raza. Thank you. So I'm going to go with the natural flow here. We're going to go to our last section of the day. So if you're watching live, stick around because you can chat with us after and it will only be about like 15 more minutes. Beans and I'm farting like crazy right now. This guy. (laughs) Welcome to our very professional podcast, everyone, (laughs) where we are professionals. All of us are professionals today, specifically... He's bringing the backtracking. He's bringing the backtracking. You know, he's bringing in the wind section for us. Yeah, I'm the bass. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel personally attacked by the the AMA that Raza picked this this week. Oh, um, uh, AMA, <laughs> Am I the asshole? Sorry, my bad, my bad, my bad. So the title is. My partner is addicted to weed, and I feel like it's putting a strain on many aspects of our lives. Uh, before <laughs> when i saw it i pictured the meme where it's like when you tell any weed smoker weed isn't addictive and they give you a novel of why it isn't addictive yeah. so i was just like okay here we go kids so my 21 male partner and uh 19 non-binary partner and i have been dating for about two years and recently moved in together as i attend college One thing I know going into the relationship was that they have many mental health issues, which they claim smoking weed helps to suppress or at least make the day-to-day process tolerable. I'm not a huge pothead myself, but I'll maybe smoke once a week. For context, 
<laughs> yeah, always. If they're writing it, it's always a lie. But for context, <laughs> my partner will smoke from the moment they wake up to the moment they fall asleep. Personal attack. I can't even tell you <laughs> how many times it is per day because it's almost a constant smoke sesh. Any moment that we're at home is a moment for them to smoke. Whether we're watching a movie, just relaxing, or if they just got home from work, you name it. They've said that without weed, they won't be able to eat, sleep right, use the bathroom, or have any social interactions. Their mood radically changes when they don't have weed in their system, such as after an eight-hour shift. I'm not an expert on anything, but uh, this could be for two reasons. One, that the smoking generally, genuinely helps with their personality disorder, and not smoking for a long amount of time begins to hinder aspects of their disorder. Or, they are so addicted to the point that not smoking makes them agitated and upset. Mm -hmm. I want to know why Bailey thinks this is a personal attack, first of all. Because mm, <laughs> we've attacked, I, I know I have attacked Bailey about this on multiple occasions. But so. you're you're not, dude. Like, did, did any of that sound? Well, like I smoke. Oh, I smoke marijuana all day long. Right. I'm okay saying that on microphone. Damn yeah, me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, okay. This is the thing, though. When it comes to marijuana, is it addictive? All studies say, mm, not really. Right. But I think when you self-medicate. Literally anything can become an addiction. That's yeah. where the problem starts, right? Yeah. If you're like, oh, I can't function during the day, I can't sleep at night, or I need it for this and that, then it's you're medicating. It's something that is becoming, you know, a crutch or an addiction. Mm -hmm. But again, I don't really think it's that much of an addiction. Like for me, if I, for a while, well, I mean, let me just talk about my eating habits, non-existent. Let's just say that I get called out on it on a regular basis, so it's cool. I'm fine with it. I have a really bad eating schedule. I either don't eat at all or whatever. So um, smoking helps me balance that out. So if I notice that, like, I'm struggling to eat, then maybe I'll smoke during the week and it helps. Um, if I can't sleep. If I have a cold, then, you know, I will smoke a little bit heavier at that time because it helps me sleep and helps me feel better, right? So it's normal, but it, it it's more of an issue when it becomes like multiple times a day, all day, every day, can't function, can't do anything without it. Mm -hmm. But again, it's mm -hmm. like, I don't know. In this situation, I feel like there needs to be a conversation. Yeah. Like yeah. there needs to be the whole like, hey, I'm not coming at you. I'm not attacking. Like what, what you like, what you need, but also like thinking about if you're medicating yourself and you're depending on it, then it's becoming an addiction. And I'm not saying that you need to stop it, but maybe considering like consider your habits because I know like I know Bailey's take took a little personal hit here. But at least you're mature enough. But at least, at least you're mature enough to go. Okay, I need to take a tea break, or I need oh, to yeah. just like not smoke so much during the day, or you go long periods of time without it before picking it back up again. Like you do try to mm -hmm. not make it something that's consuming your whole life, but mm. it's just hard. It's 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 so close when it comes to like smoking cigarettes. Like yeah, people and, do and that; they need that to function, and it is a genuine addiction. So it's like yeah. they're kind of on the same spectrum here. 
Yeah, it's yeah. to agree. It's it, I I wholesomely agree. Right, like you could develop a mental addiction, right? So even if it's not physically addictive to your body, you're just the habit. Like I I yeah, I definitely relate to that, and that's. The personal line that I draw is exactly what you just stated, right? As soon as you catch yourself okay. sitting there thinking like, I need it to eat, I need it to, then you got to evaluate your relationship with what you're self-medicating with, right? So that's right. where you're right, especially if it's in your relationship, then you have to establish those healthy boundaries of like what you're yeah. comfortable with as a human, right? It's, it's, right. It's not fair to you as their partner. And then it's also you're concerned about them. So it's, it's healthier to bring it up and have that talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with being like, hey, maybe consult your doctor and see if like there's another option and or solution for you to like not need this so much, you know? Or maybe mm -hmm. take CBD pills or switch yeah. it up a bit, you know? Like, yeah. But, or like because, well, because I like there's no secret that when you're in a, a heavy substance, whether it's alcohol or it doesn't matter and mm -hmm. you're not it can be uncomfortable when you're like okay i'm sober and this person's always not sober like there's questions that you ask yourself like would this person be with me if they were sober all the time and other things like that and as a partner that smokes a lot of marijuana that's something you want to be sensitive to right and at least mm -hmm. try and have breaks where you're like okay we'll do like a sober weekend together or something you know like try mm -hmm. try and be yeah. fair because if it was the other way around you would want some sort of resolve as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, that's a that's well put. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No Appreciate. No Glad you agree with me. Um, oh, I do. So, so to summarize, I'm gonna give Raza his speaking opportunity here. Oh, I'm not a heathen, so I don't I don't do that stuff. So. But are, yeah, okay, are, but... are they the asshole? Are they the asshole? Give us the final oh, answer. Um... If they're coming from a place of like uh uh like care and concern where it's actually like they want to see that person not struggle anymore then no i don't think they are the ass asshole because they're it, it like i do see both sides of it and i do know people who are like blah, 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 like that but yeah. personally i i don't attack them i say like okay they're they're this is a way for them to cope with it. Just, just like I have my own coping mechanism. This is a way that they're coping with it. But uh, like wine mom, mom said, it's like, I think you said that, but it's all yeah. about like, like balancing it out. Yeah. At the, at the same time, like it isn't addictive, but <clears throat> you have addictive personality, which will make it ad addictive. Uh, right. So once you deal with that, you're, I think, once you come to terms with that aspect of it, you, you can, I, I think, like, navigate what you want to do after that. Yeah. With, uh, with your, your, your partner. But I mean, like, relationships are about compromise. So yeah. don't be afraid to ask yeah. for a compromise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, <coughs> and if you, like, and there seems to be a, a lot more issues than just addiction because, mm -hmm. like, or like those mental barriers but um yeah just like you know be trust a person who you're with that they're gonna like respect hear you out hear where mm -hmm. you're coming from you're with that person for a reason right so yeah exactly so pro don't, tips uh, from raza yeah the, the, <laughs> the one who doesn't listen to his own pro tips uh 
but yeah, uh, yeah, just be you, be uh, uh, and hopefully the person won't judge you because clearly the, from what I'm nice, what I'm I'm reading or hearing, the dude was wasn't uh, being hard on his his his, his partner. Mm-mm. Well, and it's like not to be too judgmental, but it's like clearly he's identifying as a male and in a relationship with a non-binary human. So they're already like openly talking to some extent. Right. So like, yeah, the, to yeah. get to that point, they're having tough discussions. So this is just yes. another tough discussion to add to the list. And hopefully you can conquer that hill together. Yeah, this yeah. this guy is going to come out like 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 as like a like a. He's going to be the most understanding person on the planet if he can if 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 he can manage this. Well, I mean, even just having that conversation, just wanting to like get advice about how instead of attacking, yeah, is a good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 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 So, with that, folks, with that, folks, we're going to wrap up today. We got the outro that's going to hit you with all the necessary information. But what we got to say is one pertinent thing. If you're listening to this on Spotify, you can tune in and watch us live on Mondays on Twitch as we record. And if you hang out, you can annoy us with your thoughts afterwards. So we're going to see you soon. Thank you for your time. We love you. Wine Mom, since you're sick, give them one word of advice on how to cure the sniffles. Sniff (laughs) a lot. Honestly, just sleep. If you can sleep, just just sleep. Just just sleep. Twelve hours plus. That's it. Jeez. Done. Bam. Facts, fam. See you soon. Thank you again for watching us badly talk about these these topics. You can follow us on Twitch, marching into madness. All one word, no space. On the gram, marching underscore into underscore madness. And on Patreon at Patreon dot com slash marching into madness and again on lay discord a at marching into madness join us and bailey will pay you 10 whole canadian dollars <laughs> you can follow whitey over at barley underscore media on the insta you must definitely Follow the life of our of our whole podcast, Wine Mom at X Wine Mom X because the year's two thousand and two, and we still have have the X in our names. And me, your favorite uh, brown boy at underscore r dot r malik un, underscore. Thank you for the third time. We love you. Drink some milk and be healthy. Remember, kids, say no to school and yes to. <laughs> it's like such bad advice it's like here we put this well formulated podcast together with good insight on facts and truth and political points and social issues don't go to school dude (laughs) oh god Ba- Motherfucker shouldn't be near school after saying that. <laughs> it's like Bailey listens to me say the sentence, and he goes, mm, "Maybe I should say my sentence now." <laughs> <laughs>